Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacker Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void or prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Welcome to the fast-moving Minnesota Vikings talk show, Viking Hot Takes. We've got Eric J. Thompson. We've got me, Flip Mozzie. And we've got the Vikings 18-week schedule to talk about. I'm not a big fan of it, but we'll get into why if you stay with us till the other side of the rolling. What's your take? Let's go a Vikings. Oh, we're live. Boom. We're live? Look at that. We hey, we're the we're, we're the fast moving show. We are we got a fast moving intro now. None of this two minutes sure. getting warmed up. We are here. And clean. Yeah, I was not I prepared it. for that, but hey, <laughs> I always say let's go to the fans joining in the comments. It's time to talk about the 2022 Minnesota Vikings schedule. Eric, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Of course, we've known the opponents for uh what two plus months uh we know that the games aren't another for at least another four months plus sometimes longer depending on when they are uh but still this i i love this day i don't know why it's dumb this is this the schedule release has been blown it there the nfl is making a day out of absolutely nothing it's just the schedule it's just the order of the games that we already knew were coming but I still love it. I like putting it together. I feel like I'm in the Da Vinci Code every time this year. Like, uh, like, okay, okay, now we got this verified. We got this rumor. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's a fun distraction on a on a Thursday because the schedule. You know, it's the worst kept secret in the NFL. Like, this is like the legal. You know, the the whole day leading up to this is the legal tampering schedule. You know, that, like everyone knows by the time that it's actually released, most you know, like the fourteen or fifteen of the games are are all set. So, it but it's still fun. It's it's still fun to think about football. It's fun to start planning those road trips. Like we like we talked about it last week. Like, mm-hmm. okay, we know we knew the London game before when we talked last week, but like now we have the okay, we're circling in this for a road trip or we're you know oh, the thanksgiving game the, oh my goodness you know things like that but it's it's again it, it it's much ado about nothing but i still get excited about it because it's it's football news and we eat it up no matter what yeah well like you said eric it's a fast moving show 17 weeks eight or 17 games on 18 weeks we got 20 minutes for six questions so let's get into the first one to get this show started So question number one, I'm going to start, Eric, as Dave pulls up the schedule. Eric, what? Hold on a second. Oh, wow. He he beat himself with the roller. It was too fast. Yep. It was too fast. (laughs) You get these people warmed up. Fans of the comments, thank you for staying with us. We've got the comments up now. 
We've got the schedule. Corey doesn't see a loss on it, but we've got six questions. Once Dave gets me with that timer, I'm going to start. You see, I like this. Purple home, yellow away. First question, Eric. What's the toughest stretch on the schedule? Well, I think this is one of the first years in recent memory that I can think of like where there isn't one that everyone can just universally circle, like a four-week stretch where it's three out of four are on the road and it's all against former playoff teams or something like that. I think as far as that goes, the again, the, this could mean there, there could be a stretch that we think is the easiest that turns out to be one of the toughest and vice versa, depending on availability of star players, avail- you know, uh, how much teams improve or, or get worse. The, I mean, and that the week 10 and week 11 stretch, I think that's, that's a pretty tough one because you're at the bills who are going to be a super bold contender this year. And the Cowboys, uh, of course, who beat the Vikings at home uh, last year with the backup. Uh, you think if they have Dak, Dak Prescott, it's, it's going to be a tough game. They always play him tough. And then the Patriots after that, like that's, um, but then that kind of transitions into like, we're going to talk about this a little later, but then you get a nice home stretch there too. So I think that's probably the, what st- stands out to me. But again, they're, they're in, a, in finishing it with two probably cold weather games against divisional opponents in the last two weeks. I think that's that's a t- kind of a tough break too. I know we're all used to playing the Bears at home. I think I thought it was uh, written into the NFL bylaws that the fact it was Bears at Chicago or Bears at uh, Vikings the last week of the season. But I think those two um, stretches kind of jump out. The back to back road games are um, well. I, the commanders don't worry me too much. The Carson, the Carson Wentz, I'm not on that. But like the the, the Bills and Cowboys and the, the finishing with the last two. Hopefully, the Week 18 game means something because it it hasn't a couple times in in uh, in, in recent history. Uh, but if it does mean something, that finishing at Lambeau, um, which is tough even when you when you don't have your uh, backup quarterback in there, and finishing with at Chicago, which is it's been less of a house of horrors. I know that's the the default. It's like oh. At Soldier Field, that's a loss. That's that's been less true in the recent in years with the Vikings, but it, that that's a really tough way to finish the schedule. But again, overall, you ha- you have the nine home or the nine home games, seven away games, and one neutral game. So that that's it. It's just nice to have where it's like you're not. It doesn't. Nothing jumps out to me where it's like, oh no, this is going to be a really tough schedule. I hope they can at least go two and two. I think this is it. There are all um, decent stretches. Yeah, yeah. You, you, for me, you kind of nailed the the Bills, Cowboys, Patriots. That's week ten, week eleven, week twelve on the road versus Buffalo. Then you come home for Cowboys and Patriots. It is good that two of those three games are at home, but like you've said, we've just had nightmares against the Cowboys and the Patriots. And the hardest game of the bunch is the Buffalo Bills. If you go straightly by 2021 point differential, the toughest team in the league is the Bills. The second toughest team is the Cowboys. And I think the Patriots are like top four. So so, um, right there, that's kind of what you're looking for for me. Let's go to the next question. All right. It's a, a, my first question's just flipping yours around. What's the easiest stretch of the schedule? I think something jumps out at me, but I'll, I'll let you go first. It's it's right. Um, you know, I I looked at that week twelve stretch where we pl- or the week thirteen stretch where we play the Jets, Detroit, and week fifteen. But you know who's an easier play than the Colts right now? It's the New Orleans Saints for me. And so I actually go to week Ooh. three, 
you know, we're talking inside a weak NFC North division. And so I, the first, the, the second thing I did after looking, or the, honestly, the first thing I did when I looked at the schedule and I was looking for the easiest stretch, I was like, when do we play the Lions? That brings it down to two, two stretches right there. We play the Lions at home week three. Then we go to London. It's not even a true road game. It is a lot of travel. And then you come back home to the Bears, which is interesting that we're going, we're not taking that week five bye, like you talked about. You predicted that, Eric, last week. That's why y'all need to keep on watching Viking Hot Takes. It It is a short week, or it is a normal week after a long set of travel, but... You're a home game, so that kind of eases it up, and a relatively right. easy, to, you know, easy opponent there compared to the rest of the schedule. So, for me, the easiest stretch is week three, week four, week five. Yeah, I think that's a the again. It I'd probably put that there just because I'd, I I think it's three teams. It's a good time to play all three of those teams because I think all three of those teams are still going to be figuring things out at the beginning of the season the vikings definitely have a lot of things to figure out as well but you're you're looking at the the bears who are in pretty much rebuild around justin fields mode the saints who have Jameis and who knows who he's throwing to uh outside of uh kamara out of the backfield and yeah like in the lions who are usually the lions who again like i'm I've already seen like our, our, our pal uh, Eric Eager starting to talk like, well, you know, the, 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 they're plus 400 to if you, to make the playoffs this year. You never know. And they have I just saw another thing with the, with the Lions. They have the uh, the best schedule in the NFL as far as rest days. They don't have any negative rest days when they're upcoming opponents. And the uh, they have quite a few positive you know differences when they're playing their opponents week to week, which is which is always a nice little thing to have in your pocket. And the Packers have I think the most negative rest days, so that's always great too. But um, I I just, just that the traveling and again I'm I'm glad that they have the later buy. I still wish it was a little later than week seven, finishing with mm-hmm. you know eleven games. It, that's that's better than finishing with thirteen, like we were discussing last week. I'm glad that they elected to to have the game right after that. But just just the you know, the travel to and from a different continent with we're trying to keep everything on a on a weekly routine is going to be tough. And who knows, the Bears might be better than we expect. I I have my doubts, but we'll see. <laughs> I still think the I think the one uh, that jumps out to me, you you touched that a little bit. I think that week thirteen to sixteen stretch. The Colts probably could be pretty tough, I think, with with Matt Ryan. I think they'll be a, a pretty solid overall team and someone has to win the AFC South, so they'll probably be in playoff contention by then. Uh, right. But that, the rest of that, the rest of that stretch, like having, I mean, that's the the week eleven through week sixteen. The having five games at home out of six is outstanding. That's that's really great. I, I can't remember the last time the Vikings had that. That's probably just the benefit of having the nine home games uh, this season and being on the good side of that because compared to last year. But yeah, after the Cowboys and Patriots, if they can get out of that stretch, the the toughest stretch that we that we discussed that we both kind of agreed on. The, the Jets again, the Jets will have to be a uh, better eventually you know they had a really good draft by all accounts they had the most draft capital i think that's why they had the best draft by all accounts right. because they had so many picks and they got to pick so high but i think that's uh the that's probably the easier stretch for the, for me that that 13 through 16 the colts game could be tough but at the lions if they don't if the vikings don't trip over themselves they should be good and the the giants i still i think they're a couple of years away too so they, that they might not have the, the quarterback answered so i love all the 14 and three six no then a bye that's that's what yeah. we, that's that's the best part about this time of year it's the you know that's the paul allen tradition looking for that first loss in the schedule and it's tough to see 
All right, let's get that's, to your next question. That's that's true, and it, I love the fans adding their their record predictions. I, it, optimistic energy from the schedule, at least. That's exactly what we want. You know, we asked these questions before the schedule release. We asked these questions two days before the show. So we didn't know how many primetime games there would be right. when I am asking you which primetime game gets you the most excited. Well, there are only two to choose from, technically, right? Like we have we have the Eagles right. Monday night on week two, and it is the Thanksgiving night game uh, against the Patriots at home. Uh, out of those two, obviously the, the Patriots won at home. It'd be the first time that the Vikings are ever hosting on Thanksgiving. Obviously, they played a whole bunch of times. But, you know, the, you have those the, the flashbacks. You know, maybe Justin Jefferson is going to have his very own Randy Moss game. You know, like have that like in front of a national audience. It'll, it'll be cool. And that's that's definitely one. You know, like I, I already texted my family. Like, well, it looks like we might have to host Thanksgiving this year. You know, maybe that get host Thanksgiving in our house and then drive down to to. U.S. Bank Stadium for for uh, a, a nightcap or two, but uh, I, I think that one's most exciting. Um, I think we like at Philadelphia is a good litmus test earlier in the year, but like that's that's not one that I'm circling to travel to for a, a lot of different reasons, but most of them being that Philadelphia is you're, Philadelphia you're and scared. Their fans. You're scared, Eric. You're scared. Yeah, I don't like I, I don't like watching football and getting hit with batteries and getting beers chucked at me. It's just a personal <laughs> preference. I you know like that's that's all, and yeah, that it like. I, yeah, I guess I'm scared of not having very much fun in Philadelphia. Like that just doesn't sound like a very good time getting very, like, but like going to Lambeau is one thing. Like, you know, you're going to get crap from the fans. Like you're mm-hmm. going to get harassed verbally. And like, you're going to get a couple drunk people probably saying like off color things. Philadelphia. It's like, I might get randomly punched for no reason other than I'm wearing a, a purple shirt, you know, like I, that's just not my jam. So out of those two, again, not, not just as a fan, but just as a, from a football perspective, it's really cool. that The Vikings are hosting for the first time. And I guess we should let's let's go. There's a couple like honorable mentions because they have a couple late kickoffs. Like the the Cowboys game right. is a, is a three twenty five kickoff. Like that's almost a national game. That, in the first, no, and we, that doesn't count. That's not prime time. Prime, okay, it's not prime time. But week one week one's going to be a three twenty five, and those are both home games. The three twenty five kickoffs, which makes for really good tailgating. I'm just this saying, is like, an, get an extra few hours. Get, you get you watch those early games. Oh, I know. Yes, out of this the two, is that's an insulting <laughs> schedule. Two prime time games. One one of the nationally televised game is in New Orleans. You're going to give me an early Monday night football game in Philadelphia, which nobody really wants to go to and then the other primetime games are on thanksgiving on christmas eve on new year's day and who wants all that like give me one holiday game i don't need three i don't need three Ah, that's just how the week that's how the weekend's yeah, the Thanksgiving thing that's that's unique but like the when Christmas and New Year's are falling on the on the Sundays that it, it it's just going to happen. That's that's the bummer. Or just the, at least give us a Monday game. How about a Thursday night game? We don't even get one of those. Give us a Thursday a, night game the, late in the year. We just happen to get it on on the Patriots. Yeah, everyone gets their Thursday I, but we got Thanksgiving. I, I got to go week 2. I got to go week 2. That's the most exciting game. That's the game where I can see us Coming off a big Packers win to start the year, one and zero, boom on Monday Night Football against a team that everybody thinks is going to be really good against a team that was in the playoffs last year. That's the game where I'm sitting down. I'm clearing out my schedule. Maybe I'm not traveling to it. We'll get into that on the next <laughs> question. 
But yeah, I want to win that game. I I want that game bad. I want a W in week two. Let's go. And that's fair. And if because because if the Vikings lose that week one game, then the sky would be absolutely falling after Mm -hmm. their Monday night game. So that's that's pretty important too. Okay. My question is, what is the best road game on the schedule for a Vikings fan to travel to? There's a lot of good choices this year, I think. (sighs) Yeah, this is another thing that I'm just not happy about. We we're playing, of course. We got to play the Buffalo Bills in November. We got the Miami trip in mid-October. How about a how about a Miami game in December? I would be yeah. there all day long. Honestly, I'm probably going to go to the Miami game regardless. That's the, the one that's circled for me. But yeah, I'm not going to Chicago in the deep midwinter. I'm not going to Lambeau Field until they build a dome. I'm not going to <laughs> Landover, Maryland, or Buffalo, New York in November either. So it's London or it's Miami for me. I, I can't believe the disrespect you are showing for Bill's Mafia. Like that's November is cold, yes, but it's doable. It's it like you can get you can get some nice days in, in upper New, upstate New York in like it's early November too. Like that's uh, middle of November, but like it's a couple weeks before Thanksgiving, and. I want to see, like, that's one I just have circled because I want to see Bill's Mafia in person. I want to see if it's as crazy as everyone says. Like, that that tailgating scene must be absolutely outstanding because, like, everything you see, like, that's, that's I I still have that one circled. I don't know if I'd, I'd dare go. I think the worst one is pretty easy, I, the, the Washington. Like, I have no desire to go that one. <laughs> like, maybe if I went, wanted to go sightseeing with my kids or something like that beforehand, like, go to the Capitol or something like that. But, um, no, but the Miami one, yes, I, I get that. Like leaving Minnesota in December to go to Miami would be a lot better, but going to Miami in October is still pretty damn good. The weather's going to be good, you know. Like that's Miami's going to be awesome. That part's like you you might be yeah. leaving decent weather to get there, but that that's that's cool with me. Of course, we already talked about the the London one. That's that's a huge one. If if you're going to travel abroad and make a trip out of it, um, that's uh, I'm definitely circling that one. Looking for flights as soon as uh my my West Ham uh tickets. Are available. See what the schedule is. See if I can do the double there. Um, yes, London mate. CG Mac. He he knows it. And the the fun part is that uh, the Packers play in London the week after the Vikings. So I have a couple of Packers fans friends who are like, so do we like meet on the Wednesday in between or something like that? You know, you get into town right before I leave town, stuff like that. So there's always trips you could plan like that. But yeah, the the Packers. I did the New Year's day. I did the. 10 degrees at kickoff Lambo last year. I think I'm good on that one. That was, it's, I told you, know, you it was it, crazy at the time. <laughs> yeah, uh, the, I got to see the Sean show in person. That was, uh, that was just nice. You got to see Kellen Mond's NFL debut. Yeah, kind of. Oh, gosh, that was, I, I totally <laughs> forgot about that part of it. I was just so enamored with Sean Mannion. And yeah, at Chicago, like um, I've been to Soldier Field a couple times. It's it's fine. It's cool. Like I don't want to go there in January. So those those two are out for me. Um, I guess we we never even like talk about going to Detroit. Is that do do Vikings fans ever no. consider we play there every single year? I'm not sure if I know anyone that's like ever gone to Ford Field. Like personally, like I, I like I don't know fans that travel there. Like oh, maybe a couple people I know, but like yeah. So that one's not circling. So yeah, I like the Bills one, the Dolphins one, the Saints. Those are the three that jump out to me for sure. All right, so at least we agree agree on the Dolphins. We got wow, four minutes. Was, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> Eric, hey, this is how your many question. games? Yeah. This is the first prediction 
of Viking hot takes in the 2022 season. How many games? What's the win-loss record for the Minnesota Vikings? Well, what I can tell you right now, and this this is absolutely subject to change because we haven't seen any of these new players practice and we don't know who's going to look like what by the time of August. I don't think like there's no, there's nothing that jumps out at me at this schedule. It's like, oh, this is really super helpful, or this is like, you know, the ske- today's news does not change my opinion of the record at all. Like there, this is a normal ass NFL schedule. Yes, we got the London, and of course that's the travel thing, and you know it's a little lopsided now. It's it's not eight and eight anymore. But there's no, there's nothing that's like, oh, this stretch is just that's unfair. Why did the NFL do that? You know, like that's the this is the week seven buys a little on the early side. That's still doable. I'm basically, can you tell I'm filibustering because I really don't know yet, but like I, I, I've this right now so far, I guess. Okay. This is what I'll say for now, right now. This is, this is absolutely open to interpretation and change so far. The 2022 Vikings feel a lot like the 2021 Vikings. Like that's just so far, like the, there, there doesn't seem to be as much change as we anticipated, but then you can absolutely point to, Hey, we got a new coach. We got a new GM and that coach and GM are going to make a difference during the season. And you can give, you know, then the, the, there's one more home game instead of an away game. So instead of eight and nine, I'm going to say nine and eight right now. I think that's like, I, I mean, we could do that thing. You know, do you, do you want to do the the radio show thing where you walk through each week? That's a win. That's a win. We won't do that. Because that's because obviously we got time for that. Yeah, Yeah, we we're not going to go. We're not going to get 17 games in a row, right? Otherwise, we should just do that. We should put on the money line in Vegas for all 17 games. (laughs) We can do that in July. We can do that in July. Um, You know, I'm going to disagree with you once again. Why are we disagreeing so much, Eric? Because the the takes are hot. It's not not lukewarm takes. The the schedule 100 percent makes an impact for me when I look at this. First of all, better. All those, all, those, all those fans who were scared about Jamison Williams, about Christian Watson, about our poor draft trades and how those guys are going to torch us, not happening this year, okay? Christian Watson's coming to town week one. Jamison Williams is coming to town week three if he's able to even run by that point, coming off that torn ACL. So, you know, may, I think both those players will be factors, but I do not have the fear like I do about playing playing those teams later on in the year. So I see those actually those home games in the division with the draft division trades. We have relatively less to be scared about because the rookies probably don't get up to speed that quick. So I think that's a good thing. I also look at the five home games on the back half of the roster and that feels good to me. You know, um, the, and the one road game is, again, Detroit. That Jared Goff, that feels really good to me. And I think the Vikings can go on a run there. So I I was going to say, you know, Dave loves to say 8.5. I was in that <laughs> range. But looking at the schedule, I think they can get 10. I think they can get 10 wins out of it. Well, look at that. It made you optimistic. So then it, it, it's good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right, last question. All right, if you could flip the order of two games, which ones would you choose? This is a quick one. We can we we can get it done in the last minute. Which two would you flip? Uh, just for fun, I would flip week fourteen and week one. Wow, he's giving wow, us the top. Now, was, I you you me off early. 
Free, just like the morning. intro, everything is too fast today. <laughs> We're already a fast enough show, Dave. As I was saying, week one and week 14, just give us six straight home games on the back half of the year <laughs> and put the Lions <laughs> in week one. <laughs> um, I want uh, – you, we already touched on this one. I want Miami in uh, December. Give me the Jets. Oh. Switch me the Jets game and the Dolphins game or one of those home games in the middle there. That's right. Yeah. So that's yeah. that's it. Great. Give me yep. Well that I hey, that's it. This is when the horn is supposed to be buzzing. Okay. <laughs> we do appreciate you, Dave. You're a fantastic producer. None of this is possible without you. And we also appreciate all the fans in the comments, the fans who don't see a loss on the schedule. It's nice to get excited about when and where the Vikings are gonna be playing. Book those trips. Come join Absolutely. us next time on Viking Hot Takes. Eric, what you got? That, again, that we, we know the order. We, we knew the opponents, but it's just nice to start planning. This is like, I feel like I have the whole schedule memorized already because I've been look, looking at it. It's just fun to know. It's, it's like I'll, I'll look at the schedule for absolutely no reason uh, 25 times between now and September. So this is the football season is real now. We have the players. We have the new players. We have the free agents. We have the schedule. It's still four months away, but dang it, we're, we're getting close. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, that's it, y'all. Until next time, Dave. Hey, sorry about that. I'm a little rusty. We skipped shows this week, and I'm out of shape. Anyways, I want to thank everybody for joining us tonight and reviewing that schedule. And uh, it's an interesting one. Darren and I will get more into it on Saturday for two old bloggers. But I have a personal request. If there is anybody in the Sioux Falls area of South Dakota that's in look looking for an outstanding customer service person, send me a DM. I've got one in mind for you. I appreciate that. Guys, you did a great job. What do we say? Thanks for watching. Like, subscribe, and ring the bell, and rate us on your favorite aggregator. And a special shout-out goes to our partners, The Daily Norseman, where the best Vikings content can be found, and to Lake Monster Brewing, home of the best beer in Minnesota. Skull, everybody. Skull, everybody.